It's a beautiful day in the sports gambling neighborhood, baby. Wednesday, hump day. Couple days before college football championship Saturday, we're going to look ahead to one of the premier matchups of the weekend. Yesterday, we danced on Clemson and Notre Dame. I'm liking the points there. I'm liking the points in the SEC championship in Georgia, Florida's. Kyle Trask, Heisman Trophy candidate going against Mac Jones and Alabama's Heisman Trophy candidate. A matchup of the weekend unequivocally. Alabama is a freaking force. Let's dive in. Quick note, Wolverhampton and Chelsea, both teams scored yesterday. Ended up having Wolverhampton edge them out in stoppage time. This is why we try to not touch soccer. Six Premier League games today. Little Juvie playing against Atalanta. And of course, Barcelona kicking off as well. Bundesliga cranking. But we're all in on American football today. Tomorrow we got Raiders Chargers. We'll go more into that tomorrow. The Chargers haven't won an AFC West game since 2018. Or should I say before COVID. So in this Florida-Alabama matchup, there's a number of different angles we can look at it. Alabama, obviously undefeated on the year, 10-0, 8-2 against the spread to Florida's 8-2 straight up and 4-5-1 against the spread. This is the 10th time these two have danced on this occasion. Alabama leads the head-to-head. Last time they played, 2016 Bama, roll, tied, roll, 54-16. They covered 23.5 point favorites in that game. From what I'm looking at, Vegas Insider, Odd Shark, here are a couple interesting notes for you if you're doing your due diligence on this game. And again, this game will see a lot of action, and I'm kind of scratching my head as to why we're looking at 16.5 and overall 17 points we're getting for Florida who quite frankly is coming off an embarrassing, embarrassing loss to LSU in front of the whole country where Marco Wilson, who throws his shoe, honestly, to screw them in a game where they gave up over 600 yards of offense to an LSU backup quarterback. 17 points is whopping. Here's what's nerve-wracking why I believe the spread is as large as it is. Alabama, who, by the way, has not given up a passing touchdown in five consecutive games. They're coming off a spanking to Arkansas, putting up over 50, giving up a field goal. A little Giants, act one type, dominant performance. So in the first quarter alone, Alabama outscores their opponents by a whopping 118 to 27. In the first 15 minutes of predominantly Steve Sarkeesian scripted play calling with the league leading 22 rush yards Najee Harris in the backfield. And the combo of Florida giving up 142 rush yards a game, albeit on 3.9 yards a carry. This 118 to 27 outscoring in the first quarter 
it has me feeling like Vegas is thinking Bama jumps out to an early lead, maybe Trask battles back. We're talking maybe 14-zip, 17-3, and we are looking at a first-half cover and a battle in the third, ultimately maybe a late turnover. That's the difference between the spread. If I had to look at it objectively, I mean, for bloody sake, it's minus 715 Alabama money line. If you want to make a play and you don't feel comfortable after hearing all of this, at the Florida plus 17 or 16 and a half, depending on where you get it at that point, you just buy the point or the half point to get it to the three scores. Why, why dance on 16 makes no sense. Kind of like that 12 and a half point spread. Just, just get it up like Rutgers the other week. I believe this game will come down to Kyle Trask and his ability to respond to all that the Mac Jones offense throws at Florida. Florida, they don't have the better defense. They are not going to probably force a lot of offensive mistakes in this one. So if the over-under set at 74-5 and both teams are averaging in the 40s in terms of averaging points per game, Alabama top five and top three, in points scored and yards accumulated on the season, that's a little troubling. Now, I will say 49.5 points a game, 537.8 yards a game, and they don't even have Jalen Waddle, the star wide receiver. The over in total points has gone over in four straight games with these two clubs. Now, some people don't like those because, again, the last time these guys played was 2016. Whole nother squad. Alabama, present, has scored and covered eight of their last 10 times on the spread. And they've scored 52 points or more in three of their last four games. It's an offensive juggernaut. So the game and the spread will come down to probably the first 15 to 30 minutes, which sounds outrageous. But again, I've laid it out for you. I will note that Kyle Trask, before the LSU loss, was absolutely the Heisman favorite. He is now up to plus 350. Put that in your back pocket. We know Trask has dog. We know he plays with a chip. So if you feel like on a beer pong rebuttal, bounce back game, they lost to LSU. Again, we'll shout it out because Coward is spot on. He had it in why he took the Titans over the Jacks. You get embarrassed on Natty TV, Titans and the Browns. Of course, this is the pros. The point is, it's not about how you come back after a win. It's how you bounce back after a loss. Bama doesn't lose, so this isn't even relevant to them. But this is the focus on Trask and the offense. Can he get on his Tebow? Can he get on his Gerald Butler? 300, leader of men. Let's freaking go. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the points. I don't see this being a three-score game. If this, if Bama rules by 21, I'll shout somebody out. <laughs> okay. I did want to dance on, as we segue to this, a different sport. Again, we'll cover all the way up until Championship Saturday in college football, a game, a day. And again, we'll go all in on Chargers Raiders tomorrow morning early so you get all those numbers for you. All right. I am absolutely fascinated why... I'm staring at the over-unders for the NBA and on the list at 10th in the Western Conference is the Houston Rockets at 34.5 wins. I'm not a big futures guy. 
I would absolutely put a little bit of quiche on the Lakers at 3-1 to one or plus 275, depending on where it's, it's fluctuated a bit. Is the far and away favorites to win? I think they do. You just let the Lakers get Montrez Harrell. Dog on top of dog. The league's in trouble. But I cannot get over this 34.5 win total for the Rockets. All right. It's new management. It's new coaching. But the Rockets were 44-28 and 28 last year. They were 53-29 and 29 the previous year. And then two years ago, they won 65 games. So the last four years, it's 55 wins, 65 wins, 53 wins, and 44 wins. Last time I checked, Chubby Checkers James Harden, festively plump Harden, is still on the roster. This guy got Pillsbury Doughboy trolled all over the Twittersphere yesterday. He'll go one of two ways. He'll go all in on his craft, or he'll dip out of Houston. If this 34.5 number is contingent on Harden staying, you have to take the over. Give me the over. You could lobby that Westbrook hurt the chemistry of this team. You can absolutely get behind that. Dabo coming back. Damari Carroll on the squad. Austin Rivers, Jeff Green, P.J. Tucker, of course, Cousins and Wall. McLemore. You look at the 112.98 routing last night, and, and it's preseason. You don't want to chalk it up too much, but this is a Rockets team that if they can get five guys in double figures, they're going to the playoffs. I mean, they're going to the playoffs. Difficult thing is a good team is going home in the West because you got the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Mavs, the Jazz, the Blazers, the Suns, and the Warriors, who are actually at 36.5. That's awfully low as well if you want to peep that. Now, Clay, of course, for the year, but... 36.5. Yuri's back. Come on, babe. 34.5. Take a look at it. Watch a little Rockets preseason. 44, 53, 65, 55 wins the previous four years. They're banking on a post-stress sitch. They're banking on an off year. All right. Picks for the day. I'll take Notre Dame at home with the four hosting the Blue Devils who are an egregious 0 for 4 against the spread on the season. This is a team that has got Matthew Hurt leading the team with 19 points and 8.3 boards through the first four games. They got Stewart, they got Jalen Johnson, also in double figures. I don't know what's happening with Duke. Maybe they get it together tonight, and this is the night that the Irish fall over, and maybe they win by five because it's a sick four-point spread. Nate Lazuski and Prentice Hub for the Fighting Irish. Hub over 21 on the season and Nate in the 64-63 upset over Kentucky on Saturday. Of course, we had Kentucky. Seven-point dogs. Lazuski at 21. Duke on the road, 0-4 against the spread, 2-2 two and two on the season. I'll take the Fighting Irish with the four. Give me the Fighting Irish with the four. Everyone's going to go Duke again. College freaking sports. They will break you. All right. That's it for me. Hug your mothers. Happy holidays. I'm out.